the jam in the center. Too many chiefs behind the panel. <laughs> Man, look. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the center. We apologize. We had some technical difficulties. And, you know, when, you, when you're dealing with a crew of people, you want to make sure everything is straight so that we can give you great content. So thank you for hanging in there. And let me tell you, this is going to be truly worth it. But first and foremost, I'm your boy, The Veep, right here to my right it's my man mike precise in the building what's going on of course d-rated producer in the building fellas how are you guys doing this evening i'm just happy to be alive buddy baby just happy to be alive i'm i'm tired but i'm pumped up right now bro after the after this i might crash but yo i'm 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 on i'm on something else right now this is this is family reunion day for me Oh, yes, 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 indeed. And we're actually excited that the the center had actually formulated this uh, idea. And of course, with Mike's help to bring the pasta together. So, Mike, before we bring the people in, tell them, tell the people about UBC and, you know, your experience about that group. (laughs) Loaded question. All right. So, huh? Yeah. yeah, Loaded loaded question. Yes, it is. Definitely loaded. Um, but the UBC um, was actually formed by two of the other the, the two members that weren't able to come on. Okay, <laughs> Tor, Tor, uh, say love, say love, mm-hmm. which was that was his graffiti name, and kept it for uh, kept it for his entertainment name, and um, um, my man D Nasty. Uh, um, so they formed. The, the UBC um, brought us brought us all together. Um, we all came in in different ways, um, and uh, I think that I think we I think we formally formed like legit formed in eighty eight. Um, okay. e, e can e, e, e can correct me on that if I if I'm remembering wrong, but okay. we um, um, legit formed in eighty eight, and. Um, uh, just went on from there, man. We wanted to get in, in this this game, and uh, you know, try to make some try to make some noise. And uh, you know, we're out of we're all out of New York. Um, and uh, Hempstead slash Uniondale slash Queens, and um, we just we just all came together. We hit it off. We we uh, we had a lot of fun. Um, a lot of laughs, and uh, you know we have more. We had more laughs than fights because when you, you know you got you got five different dudes together, it, it's you know it's gonna be friction from time to time. But it was way yeah. more, way more fun than okay. than anything. Else. And uh, so, so let's go ahead and bring in the the two guests. D Ray, would you do me the honors, my brother? What's up, what's up? Welcome to the center. What's up, y'all? Hey, thank you for welcoming me. I greatly appreciate it. It's amazing. Hey, we're glad you could be here. So we got Jokey Entertainment and my man E-Ski 
Is it Spectac? Yeah, it, it was the E-Ski Spectacular Show. Okay. Uh, changing it to King City. That was in the 80s and 90s. There's a whole story behind the name, too. But, um, yeah, okay. yeah it's just E-Spectacular Show. E-Spectac, for sure. Yeah, anything with ski at the end of it says 80s. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Exactly. You know? It's all good. So, brothers, break down to me. What is actually the definition of UBC? What What is that acronym? Uh, United Brothers Coalition, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Because yeah. it, it started the off. United as, Brothers Coalition. It started mm-hmm. off with an MC called Woody Rock, right? He was on, remember Uptown kicking it? Uptown, Uptown. Mm-hmm. And the part, ooh, Woody Rock. Well, D Nasty, who was one of the founders of the group, he he was the DJ for Woody Rock. And I was in high school at the time. I didn't know any of them. And somebody introduced me to um, Daryl, and we started doing music. But Woody Rock had the deal. But something happened, and they decided to go to separate ways. Because UB was supposed to be the UB dancers. uh, Because Tori wanted to get a Union Bay clothing sponsorship. Mm. That didn't work out, and then oh, you fa- you going real fast, Lee. <laughs> yeah, well, you going real fast. They decided, they decided to make it a group, and we were called UB at first when we got a first record deal. Yeah, and then we got a lawyer, and he said you can't use that name because UB forty. So oh. then we decided to go to the UBC. And I didn't even know that. Yeah, it had to be the UBC. I forgot because that. there's a UBC for University of British Columbia, and we couldn't oh, use that either. So it had to be the UBC. You know, I, I remember the that. UBC. Yes. When, yeah. Yep. When you like yes, yes. See, those are the details. This is why. I, <laughs> I didn't even know that. I'm not gonna lie. That's some good history. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Like my yeah. man. <laughs> like my man Q-Tip said, record company people are shady. Yeah. So. So I'll start with my man since Mike has been hanging with us. No, no, no. Mike actually shared last week. So Jokey, yes. what was uh who were some of your influences growing up in hip hop? In hip hop? Well, I grew up uh Soul Sonic Force, Kooji Rap. Uh, Juice Crew, KRS One, you know the the eighties, ninety, early nineties sound that that was influenced me all day. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. What about you, E? Um, my first influence would probably be like Grandmaster Cass. Um, yeah, just nice. everybody who rapped. You know, my first mm-hmm. time I heard hip hop was nineteen seventy nine. My brother actually went to a party at Jamaica Armory. And it was DJ Hollywood. And he brought the tape back. And I was like, what is this? I didn't understand what it was. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we never heard in Long Island. We didn't have hip hop like that. They might have had it in the Bronx and stuff. But Long Island, we got it late. So I mm. didn't understand what it was. Then I started getting more familiar as I got into junior high school. And I learned about the Cold Crush and, mm-hmm. you know, and even the local groups we had. So those my earliest influence was Grandmaster Cass, Kumo D, you know, people like that. Lyricists. Mm. I got you. I got you. Did uh did you guys have a particular style that you took after one of your those favorite artists when you wrote your rhymes? Well, we didn't really write the rhymes really. E Ski was the rap, was the rapper. Me and Mike kind of. Nah, oh man, cut that out. You we did. Yo, he was nice, man. He was. 
he's hella nice, man. Don't let him front. He can nice. Who? He no, he's like, we, huh? Keith, he's nice, remember, man. You, you remember we had, remember we had these powwow sessions. We mm -hmm. would write the tracks. We the, would. The, the I'm just saying. Tracks made. And honestly, we kind of, you know, depending on who was was. Depending on who was at the house at the at the at the studio, yeah. the studio at the house, uh, you know, he, you, want, uh, you, you uh, want me to bust the elephant in the room? Tracks now? and it's like, okay, we're gonna use this. We're gonna do yeah. It. What's up? Contra I'm starting then, controversy. You know, would, I'm starting controversy early. CD Ray, we're doing uh, hip hop Mori up in this. No, yeah. I know. Hey, what man, say. Hey, hey, I know. Bring the smoke and stand on business. Yeah. Tory based the group you, around you new edition belt. Tory based the group. I'm to my influence. Tory based the group around um a uh, new edition belt. <laughs> Answer the question. Who is the Honest, well, honestly? Say, uh, I, agree. I agree with that. I agree with yeah. it because it didn't it didn't start off like that. Like I was saying before, it started off as Woody Rock with the UB dancers, mm -hmm. right? And the dancers was Mike and Miguel. Mm -hmm. you remember that's Mike and Tori was like yo y'all can practice at my crib Yeah. so this just was a practice at his crib they get there he's like yeah. yo what we doing he yep. put himself in the group you know That's uh, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't known as no dancer that's when I joined the group I was like he's dancing what is this mm -hmm. but you know he was a guy ambitious real ambitious right 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 right, right. We in Manhattan I yep. didn't want to chase right I got an old poem, man. I got a picture. Tori, there's a picture that was posted. Go ahead, e. Yeah, it froze. Oh, I mean. oh. Go ahead, E. No, but, but, um, you finished that thought? Me, I personally, personally, I didn't like really e. being in a group at first because I had been in a You finished that thought? Before. Mike has got and, a bad uh, delay going on. But the opportunity was there. I was like, yo, okay, why not? You know? And That's what it was. Because mm -hmm. groups are hard, you know? Because you got your mm -hmm. own ideas and it's hard to get them across. That's a fact. The yeah, most, main was... reason I did a lot of the rapping is because the songs were already done a long time ago, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Had we done more albums, it would have been more of a group effort, I think. I, hope, I, I would think so. I think personally, if we would have came out with Melly Frosty well, first, that was you, the, that you was would, yeah, you would have been an icon right now more than we talking about. Like I felt like the direction was everything. I think we took an uh, image more than we took with the the actual talent of the MC because I thought Ian was spectacular. spectacular was spectacular back then. He was a, a unique, he was a unique artist that we should have highlighted more, in my opinion. I mean, looking back, looking back, yeah. but we chose to take a direction where we all could get involved at the same time. And we was nice looking brothers. And I felt like Tori was influenced a lot by Michael Bivens. So mm -hmm. we took that route and it was working. We just didn't have the right record. At the, if we would have came out with Mel and Frosty first, in my opinion, we would have been sitting here in a whole different space. Yeah, but we had to fight Tori. To get those songs done, because he didn't want to do that. He didn't want to do Frosty yeah. or any of those songs, songs like that. Because I was a big fan of Juice Crew. Yeah. I wanted Juice Crew type beats, but he was like, "Nah, we got to be more that commercial." Was... So you got a good point. Where maybe the new edition thing yeah. was the route. That's, that he that's how go. he was. He was. 
You could tell. Yeah, Everything that's, what, that's how he was. That's how. That's how they was being influenced. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. how they was being. That's what the influence was though at that time. And I, you know, I always like to bring up the transitional period. Mm-hmm. That transition we was in, we came out right in that transition. Of yeah, hip hop get harder. You know, yeah. the, 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 everything was going more hard to the street, hard to like real, real hard to the street. Yo, I'm gonna tell you, it was the beginning of it was the beginning of the end of consciousness. Yeah, I remember. But 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 we still could have won on our looks because yeah. BTK, New Kids on the Block, all them groups was winning. I just feel like if we would have took a stronger approach, like if we would have let <laughs> East Key rock more, I'm I, I, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I'm always gonna keep. It. If we would have let Iski really rock and we got behind it, we would have blew up faster. Like we would have blew up for real. I think that um, I think that we took too much of a conservative approach. Would you treat me right? You know what I'm saying? Because it's more a club, more than being. You understand what I'm trying to say? It was more a yeah. disc record more than it was a street record. Should I and, bring and, it? And we shopping it through the street DJ. So should I bring it up? Should I bring it? Okay. Should... E, should I bring this up? What's that? About the other songs, about the other artists that use the same, the other artists that use the same samples. That Why not? Did. Call them all out, man. Some yeah. kind of magical way. Out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, don't make you do got to play with that one. Yeah, this <laughs> reparations. <laughs> hey, let's not talk about it. Let's, let's, let's show it. All right. So what, what artists would those be, Mike? Oh gosh! See, we're gonna get hate. <laughs> hey, you brought it up. You might as well bring it home, brother. <laughs> Controversy always so. Like I this. think. Hip-hop I think. Even I, my opinion. I even think our video got bitten off of the UB style video. You wouldn't see no. Did you see? Do y'all recall? Do, can anybody recall? Maybe I'm just tripping, but a uh, videos in a dark club. With mm-hmm. people dancing, and you see the silhouettes and the shadows, and I don't remember, you know, dance routines in a dark club. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, I don't remember that uh, before us. Can I, can I, I interject real quick? Video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I gotta do Go some interjecting real quick because I gotta confirm some things. Okay. Because y'all don't understand that I do research. Because that's what I do. So tell me, y'all, who the hell is this? (laughs) 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 Who did what? Who that? That's That's us. (laughs) (laughs) That's the handsome brother. But am I lying? Now that you've seen that, you you don't see new edition when you see that? Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. What's this? (laughs) What's this? Yo, 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 D, I got this bug drive. No bug drive. No bug drive. No bug drive. What's it coming? So what am I to do, man? Uh-oh. Can y'all hear that? Drum roll. You don't hear it? Can you hear it? Yeah. yeah. Can you hear it, Mike? Serious thinking. Uh-huh. Yes, I heard uh, you something. You're on your research. Wow, you think you was recent. Yeah. Yeah. The mind is a terrible thing to waste. Success is the shit up yet. Well, see, some of the other songs, the thing is, 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 is industry is record company pressure. 
this is you know you end up doing what they kind of push you to do and then that's what we're saying yeah this is the way to go we lucky and it was a it was you treat me right was a, a poppy you know it was a you know a fun song that's why we got signed because you know, they thought it was a hit but but you know they what? Got, yo they, they signed they, us because Will Smith was real popular at the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why they signed Jazz. They made they try to make Jazz O into Will Smith with Hawaiian mm-hmm. Sophie, which is probably the worst idea yeah. ever. Ho- right? Sophie. It's hard. They to do that to as us. hard as Jazz was. Hawaiian Sophie. And deeper than that, we were signed to EMI. EMI has overseas ties. Even if you listen to I Got the Power versus uh who was our second single that we did? The second video we did? Um, that was uh, UB, UB Style. style. UB, UB Style has that London type of, it has that overseas crossover. Yeah. Smack of, like, like um, EMI was thinking more of us crossing over both ways and our looks will get us over. That's how they, that's how I looked at it. That's how I looked at it. I mean, that's a good point. That's a good point. But EMI had a lot of money, Crossed but not over a lot of great knowledge. Great. They didn't know what they were doing, you know? <laughs> Remember they said to us, the president of a company, who was Gene Griffin at the right. time, who signed yeah. Whitney That's- Houston, he said to us, you guys are rappers? Where are your gold chains? Mm-hmm. Like, that wow. I'm like, what? Stereotype. <laughs> but also, look at the influence. He signed Karen Willer after he signed you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gave her a big deal, yeah. and she That's sold right. less records than us. Right he after. signed Karen Willard right after we did UB Style and all that stuff. He signs Karen Willard. I okay, remember. Okay, and so I, and that was the youngest one. Let huh? me just say that I remember when Karen Willard got signed. Number one, she mm-hmm. got a milli milli. Yeah. yeah. Number two, one of the things that I'm very familiar that EMI used to do in the late '80s, early '90s. Let's say that they was a group out that might have been like leaders of the new school or mm-hmm. somebody that was a cash cow. They'd assign y'all. Gave y'all a small advance mm-hmm. and put y'all on the shelf to remove competition from who they thought was going to be the main ones. Well, e- I mean, EMI got I don't think that, that was the case with us, though. I don't think that. But, I think I think they thought we was going to be a success because I like like again, yeah, we, we was cool that's with we was because Tory was actually cool yeah. with Mike Bivens, so they really mm-hmm. thought we was going to be like the new edition of rap. I think they didn't promote us a pro- a combination of they didn't promote us right. Yeah. And we didn't have the right single that resonated to be a radio smash. Even though we had a disco record, it, it wasn't a radio smash. If we would have had a radio smash, we would have blew up instantaneously. I have no doubt. And I also feel, this is just my opinion, but I, I'm the youngest one. So I, I don't have as much knowledge as the other brothers. I'm going to keep it 100. But I'm telling you from my perspective, Eski should have been more let loose. If he would have got let loose more, just on his rhyming alone, we 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 would have propelled to the second level. I think I think I think things were held back in a way to keep him from being without every. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what's to make you not be? We don't need nobody came to see you, Otis. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's to stop you? I mean, I'm gonna keep it a thousand. Like, yeah. it was too image driven more than talent driven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's all. That's my point. It was more image driven than talent driven. Yeah. Because all you have to do is let E Ski go, and 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 we would have been straight. You know what I'm saying? 
because we had the best Mike to me. Mike back then was the best choreographer. He, Mike Mike was the most versatile because he could rap, dance, and mm-hmm. he could do everything. He was the everything man. I was I was like the kid that was tall like Tory. Um, Ian was the the rap and Daryl was the producer, and Tory was like the mastermind. But yeah. They wanted exactly. to make it away where nobody ran the show. And sometimes you got to take a back. If, if, if somebody could sing like David Ruffin, why you don't let them sing like David Ruffin? Yeah, that's just my point. That's yeah. the only that's the only thing that if I would have took it back, let David Ruffin sing. We got to be the temptations first. You understand? <laughs> let David Ruffin sing because everybody appreciated Eski more after we done missed the single. Chuck Chillout was like he was a hundred percent. He was paid. He was playing male at Frosty. We ain't even have a deal no more. Mm, yeah. yeah. You see, I'm trying to say everybody who came behind us at the run. So I think yeah. I think he that we we should have played male. He he kept he kept calling it naked Frosty. Male at Frosty. You want to know my my illest memory is um because I think that whole year we yeah. made like I made like fifteen hundred dollars for the that whole did year. Happen. So I remember. I was at home. I didn't even have cable, right? So I go to catch the bus, mm-hmm. and the video I played on MTV, and I didn't know it. So I get on the bus, and this girl is like, "That boy was just on MTV." And I'm like, oh, "Yes." Right. <laughs> and so I'm trying, so everybody's looking at me. This girl is like, "What would he be doing on the bus?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, mm-hmm. that's him. He was on the bus. Even the bus driver's looking in the mirror in the back because he was on the bus." I was like, "Oh my god, this is not." <laughs> I got a worse story. Me, me and Fife. Remember, you know, I was telling um, Mike the other day, I said, you remember how we got down with Van Silk? I had caught a beef with Fife and Van Silk squashed it. Remember that? Yeah. That's how we got. That's we went somewhere and I, I got because me and Fife. Went, yeah, Van Silk. Well, anyway, anyway. I'm hanging with Fife now. Me and my partner, my, me and my partner is actually hanging with Fife. We break down in the middle of Midtown, and we all got to push the car. Me, Fife, and Joe. And you could, you should have heard the jokes. I thought they was paid. That's trial court question. <laughs> <laughs> oh snap! Yeah, I went through that. I, I went through that. I, I went through that one time. We was going to a party, and we didn't have a ride. Yeah. And poor righteous teachers on the radio. Mm-hmm. This guy, I try to be slick and be like, I bet poor righteous teachers got a ride to the party. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, people yo. say that. Then, you know, you get a little success, then they be like, Yo, yo, what up? What up? I went they, that too. You know? They don't know that we were some bus ride, train ride people anyway. But yeah, we was, one time we was on you the know, bus, but with, you uh, know, what we was coming from that. the club. You know, and, what uh, fuels that them, is, is yeah. and five people was on the bus with us. Yeah, it was trying not to be seen because you know they had a record out that was hot. A fight for Q-tip in them. No, here's a fact. Here's a fact that nobody knows. Fife never drove. Fife cannot drive. Never. He doesn't never drove. Yeah, he was on a bus that day. That's a fact. He never drove. He does not. I don't even know if he has a license. He never drove. Wow. Anybody who knows him for real, you don't know. See, this is how I say how you know the real. Rest in peace, Fife. Yeah, that's my brother. Yeah. Yeah. He never drove. My man Joe used to drive. He always had, he always had somebody driving. He never drove, just like no, most no. deaf don't drive. Most deaf, they yeah. say he don't drive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you Some know, people he lives around around the corner from me. You know? Oh That's really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody live around the corner from me. He live around the corner. Malik <laughs> live around the corner. Chris Rock used to live around the corner. Mm-hmm. You know? Wow. Rosie Perez live around the corner. 
Yeah, hey, we're running to all of these people around here. Hey, fellas, let's go ahead. He's and, in Brooklyn. You know, for, for you, for those uh, who don't know, he, he lives in Brooklyn. Yeah, so, I'm in. You know, Brooklyn is the spot. Gotcha. Sir. So I wanted to go ahead and drop your video, the UBC video, and this is "You Treat Me Right" right here on the center. Let's check it out. You got it, dear, or you want me to grab it? You got it. <laughs>
just treat me right. See, what we trying to say is we don't want girls that just want our dollars because we can find that anywhere. And we ain't even trying to have that. We're trying to find a girl that wants us just for us. You know what I'm saying? Let me say something real quick because I know we got questions and we got we want to get into it. Watching that video made me happy because that's, that's how we used to prepare to go out to the club. We all mm-hmm. had outfits on. We had a dance routine. You know, we was all was having fun. And I'm just sitting there watching y'all going, man, we used to do that. Can I express my thoughts right quick, though? Go ahead. Go ahead, Jokey. I, I feel a little bit of hurt because now that I I'm older, like I'm 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 middle aged now. I'm I, I'm smarter now. EMI is an international label. I'm pretty sure if we would have got a passport and went overseas, we would have been a lot larger than we are. I think that EMI because they signed Karen Willard for a million dollars right after us. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that they make their money where we can't see it. You know what I'm saying? And I believe that. They know what they're doing because they signed us over here, have us doing stuff over there so they could hide the money. And we, you understand what I'm trying to say? I, I look at things like that. Like, like, um, we had a more international sound. Mm-hmm. If you really listen to, if, if, if you go and listen to, uh, Cameron Willa or even, uh, what was the group she was in? She was in the, what's that? Soul, name? Soul. Soul, Soul of Soul. That's yeah. right up there. That's right up that alley at the Soul. That whole album could have fitted right. I wouldn't be surprised if we did numbers over there and didn't know about it. Mm. I think we did because my friend was in the military. Well, and he said he saw it. Look at Snap. Um, mm-hmm. All over the place. He saw it in England. He saw mm-hmm. it in Italy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're very right. They're strong overseas, but they're not going to tell us that. They're not. And I feel like we got bamboozled somewhere because everybody knew who we was, but everybody didn't know who we was, if, they, if that made sense. Everybody knew. because. Yeah, everybody knew who we was. Like even when I went, there's times I changed my name, and dudes still called me Blitz on the low. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, you know what I'm saying? Cause I, I I I done reinvented myself, and people still called me Blitz. So I was like, wow. So you heard of that? Real, but real talk, that sound was like Mantronics, right? But Mantronics was big overseas. Exactly. I'm not, case case in point. That's all I'm saying. Being being that I'm still savvy into the music game. I'm not. I'm still not new. Just because this wasn't my last hurrah, I learned a lot from being around these brothers. You know what I'm saying? It's not my last hurrah. So now I look at it from a different perspective. I feel like we were geniuses in our own right. You know what I'm saying? We we, we could have did a lot of things to win here, but I still think we still kind of won, and EMI kind of played us. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm gonna keep it on. Oh, I feel. I, so let yeah. me ask you. Let me ask you guys this, and I and I'll start with Mike. 
Is there a key moment in the group that you remember that it's a memory you will never forget? What is that memory that you would share with us? <laughs> I gotta pick one. <laughs> um, studio time. Okay. Studio time was funny. Studio time was, if, if y'all remember, being in what was it? E Calliope. I think it was Calliope mm-hmm. Studios. Calliope Studios. Yeah. Um, that was, yeah, because we, you know, we we tried to get get the cheaper time, so we in there <laughs> at, at two in the morning. Yeah. Um, and. The times when everybody would come, the times when we bring the other, you know, the our other the other crews, the other from Runaway Productions, you know, you got Chase and when Chase Eric. would come and 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 uh, uh, Lord and Pros, all them brothers when when. Yes, the, the when uh, which song was that? Uh, take it to the take top. it to the top. When we recorded, take it to the top. I don't even think I was on that, but but you know we was all there, and that was yo. Everybody was in there. Dudes was drinking. To, yeah, doing take it to the top, and that was just so fun, man. Because dudes we was in there just cutting up and just acting so stupid you can if you listen to that UVC album and you listen to that song take it to the top it it was it was kind of like you know it was the group song thing you know what I'm saying it was like it was back then uh and that was just silly and then there's another time in the studio do y'all y'all probably don't remember um D was busy, right? He was with the he was sitting up there with the engineer. Um, and these these Indian people come knocking on the door. And so I forget who was it open the door. Somebody opened the door. These these um Indian I it had they they was can have to be. And um they wanted somebody to do some scratching on some. You went in and out, Mike. And, I didn't hear that. Say know, that again. Say that again. Like, I'm not. I, I can't go. Oh, Mike, you go. He's got right? some delays was, going on. Remember, we was like a collective. D mm-hmm. D was producer, DJ, rapper. Um, um, I was dancer, DJ, rapper. Uh, uh, so the common DJ thing, it was only two DJs. Mm-hmm. So it was either me or D. Mm-hmm. D's busy. That was true. Mm-hmm. So, so the, <laughs> there was two, there was only two DJs in the group. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. No worries. <laughs> Internet, maybe you. Yeah. There's two DJs in the group, me and Daryl, me and D Nasty. 
and these we're in the studio we're having our session i wasn't busy at the time D was busy these indian people come knocking on the door and they want some scratching on some <laughs> record i remember that and i don't remember this so i remember that i, remember that. I volunteered to go and they <laughs> i go into their you know with when their studio session mm-hmm. and they they playing this and they said find something can you i'm yeah i might get some hate for trying to copy any people <laughs> yeah. but can you you know how they talk i'm sorry but you it was it was a little funny and, and um so I end up doing some scratching on some i guess some indian rap song they was they wouldn't speak english so you, you know what that so means so i'm i i, probably I just said that <laughs> and they, they wanted my name and they gave Mike me probably a superstar over there in India. But they India. give you my no idea. Right. <laughs> so I got some credit on some Indian record yeah. in, in 1990. I don't know. Wow, who, I didn't know that. Who, I don't know who it is. That's crazy. I didn't know nothing about that. We got a million dollars for Michael's, but where is he? He's <laughs> on some Indian hip hop record somewhere. <laughs> I, I didn't know about that. <laughs> what ever happened to that dude that was scratching on the. Hey Joker, what you got, man? Joker, no, man. I have I have a couple of like, that was like a quick uh, 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 twenty minutes. I'm listening. I'm got this, oh, this nice crazy number. sound in my headphones, and I'm like, I'm supposed to catch what beat? I'm... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my 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 few favorite moments. One was how. I, how I came into UBC, I remember Mike brought me there. Mike had brought me there for the first time. Yeah. And I remember we went into Tori's. We went to Oh, can y'all hear me? I can hear you joking. Oh, okay. We went to Daryl House and we had sang a gospel song in unison. Yeah. That's what got me in the group. We sang a gospel song in unison. <laughs> I had kind of coached everybody. Then the second, my second favorite moment. I learned how to rap from E. Ski. I remember he was writing a rap. I don't know if he remembered this, but he said uh, a rhyme and he had used the golden arches. And I was like, why did you say golden arches? And he's like, you can't just say McDonald's is too obvious. Like he was a dude that always, you remember that? No, I don't remember that. Oh, uh, but he, he said a rap and I actually bit that. I actually bit that line. <laughs> like um, he can't say you can't work at McDonald's. He would use like uh, code words like the golden yeah. arches. Or he'll do. He's not a dude that. that. Yeah, he don't come at you direct. So I learned from him not to be a direct rapper to talk. You know, you have to make people think a little bit in your raps, and that and that makes you a better rapper. So I learned that. That's that's the second thing, and 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 just the group embracing me and bringing me around places I've never been. Like, you know what I'm saying? We still got to meet famous people, be behind the scenes on famous things. And, and you know, I, I still had a great life being around them, even though I was the youngest. And I left the group first, too. Mm-hmm. But I still appreciate the lessons that I learned being around. They were all older than me. I felt like I had uh, uh, three or four older brothers. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so I always would appreciate that. 
That's dope. Oh. What you got, E? Um, I got a couple moments, man. I got my one of the biggest moments for me was uh when Red Alert refused to play our record. I don't know if you remember that. He would cool not play DJ it on Red Alert. Kiss mm-hmm. FM. He was just like real bold about it, like this is whack. I'm not playing it, right? <laughs> so we had a manager that was Van Silk, mm-hmm. part of Zulu Nation. So mm-hmm. do you remember that meeting we had at Sixth Avenue? Mm-hmm. This was like something out of Beach Street. It was um, Ice T was there, mm-hmm. African Islam was there, African Bambada was there, mm-hmm. um, Dr. York was there. Mm-hmm. Um, who else was there? Um, and um, Red Alert. So they was trying mm-hmm. to put pressure on Red Alert, and it was like, "Yo, we put you in this position. You don't play our music, we could take you out of this position." It wasn't just us. He was doing that to right. all of them. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. I'm sitting in Beach Street right now. I'm like, oh, wow. mm-hmm. nobody's gonna believe I'm at this meeting. But mm-hmm. Red, Red was ten toes down. He's like, if I don't like it, I ain't playing it. I don't care what nobody say. I was like, oh, Red is Red is gangster. And then we did a remix, and we put in it Red Alert, Red Alert, learn the Frosty remix. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he started playing it all the time. All of a sudden, because his we put that little mix in it. He was like, yo, yeah. I like this one right here. Yeah. And he no, because Bell and Frosty was dope, friend. You can't front. It was that it was the streets. Like the Bell and Frosty was a street record. That was a good because Red had power. He felt like he had power. No, we never no, he wouldn't play the other records. Bell and Frosty, everybody was with playing. Chuck yeah. Chillout even said if this record was first, I would have rocked this. Like, um, you couldn't front on Bell and Frosty and they let Eski go. So the the I wish I I wish you still had the record because they let Eski go, so it was fire. Like, like everybody rocked oh, with I it. I feel if he would have came yeah. out, yeah, he played that. If we, yeah, right, if we would have came out with that first, we would have won. Like, like, and I look like if we would have did it that way, we. Yeah, what's well, yeah. it? Yeah, um, BLS was playing. Was was playing. BLS started playing it. Yeah, BLS started playing it. But Red started Alert playing what? Little, started playing what? They played. I think the Frosty song. Yeah, the Frosty, everybody played. Everybody liked the record, but we was yeah. already done then. We already ex- ex- exhausted our budget for the first album. Yeah, it was that like was, underground. That, that kind of like, saved the album, if you ask me. If you ask me, Mel and Frosty saved the album over yeah. here. I think they made their money over there, but Mel and Frosty yeah. saved our lives over here. You know what? V, oh, I got another moment. They played they play serious, play serious thinkers, too. I got another moment. Without when we did a show at the Palladium, uh, yep. Remember we um, Jay Z and them performed with us, mm-hmm. and they showed right. all terrible, and they turned the lights off on them. Beat them that night. I remember some crazy. Yo, remember we did that show with Mob Style? Yeah, we always got that beat. <laughs> and they took the t- your homeboy. What's that? What's um? What's homeboy name? Um, the the young the young dude down with Mob Style. Not not Gangsta um. Gangsta Lou took the mic from Tori. He snatched yeah. the mic. Yo, I was like, we gonna get beat. Yo, that was a crazy, and we still killed. We killed it that night, though. We killed it that night. Yeah, yeah. I remember the hey, v, the out next time the we get the next chance we get V, we gotta invite Shaki Shay on here to talk to these brothers. Yeah, we had Shaki Shay on one of our other podcasts, and mm-hmm. boy, we 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 heard some stories. Yeah, that was Apollo. Yeah, we got the records thrown at us. But no, we were throwing records in the crowd. And yeah. back then, Apollo didn't care. They don't know who you are. I don't like you. So the dudes in the corner was like, yo, throw it over here. So Tori threw a record. 
the guy caught it, threw it right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what though? You know what though? But, but it was all drug dealers and killers in that room, and they all liked us. The, yo, we did not get booed. We, matter of fact, one of my a couple of my boys from Supreme Team was in there, and they gave us much respect. That they we still friends today. They they said y'all would. They, they said my man Keefer's in the. Yeah, and, 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 I didn't. Yeah, we had a lot of respect for even being in that room though. Yeah, they yeah. did do they did do the extra stuff, but I think we gained our respect. That's uh, instances is like like that is how you gain your respect in the streets, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Dudes test you, and we still stood strong because because he snatched the mic. They performed first. His mic no, sucked, so he took he took Corey's yeah. mic. He took Tory's mic and did the show with Tory's mic. But we ain't tripped. We waited till they finished, did our thing, and we still got our respect. That was, that was able to walk out of there with our the heads up. Yeah. yeah, we still did it right. We ain't even had to be no killers. We ain't had to do no crazy stuff. We ain't had to fight with nobody. But I ain't gonna lie, yeah. gangster yeah. did snatch that mic. <laughs> like, give me that. But but I'm not. But I'm not gonna lie. We handle it the right way. We ain't trip. We knew we was in a hostile environment. We knew our image wasn't in code with the streets. But guess what? Everybody cheered for us after that. And didn't even somebody, though, somebody, did somebody rob one of the rooms? Yeah, they kicked me out the apartment. They robbed my room and kicked me out the yeah. apartment. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Let me back. I, I walked. My sister lived in Harlem, so I just went to my sister's house to spend the night. Yo, but also you know, that, also that stuff. night. Oh, they used to do that, that a lot to Apollo. Yeah, that was a. Apollo was buck wild. I ain't gonna lie, that was one of the most buck wild. Yeah, they rushed <laughs> you on stage. Hurry up, hurry up, y'all gotta get on stage. And yeah. it was like, yeah. the guy said, you know, the amateur thing ending. So I told him, you know, we're not amateurs. He said, ha you're not amateurs, huh? And then <laughs> oh, we go on the stage. While we on stage, they breaking in your room, stealing all your stuff. Mm-hmm. Dang. But, it, but somebody, but everybody somebody that else was get, room get robbed or something? Yeah, yeah but, get, but who was headlining? It was AZ and Mob Style. You had all drug dealers and killers. In the, it, it, it was a room full of killers. Everybody that's... Wow. The actual paid in full, a real, you know, paid in full is a movie. The actual real people from paid in full was <laughs> rapping in that room with us. And we went, and they went first. Yeah. And they snatched our mic because, because Tori had the hottest mic at the time. That microphone was fire. And, and, and Gangsta Lou had a corny mic. He's like, he couldn't hear himself. He said, I can't hear myself and took Tori's mic. And Tori's mic was clear. Cause they ain't even come to sound check. We went to sound check. They ain't go to sound check, right? Course, so everybody hated Tori. Every time yeah. somebody would be like, I remember Van Silk. Yo, I'm gonna get your boy Tori killed. I remember um, <laughs> yeah, guy yeah. JC and Empire, Harry Fobbs. Remember Harry Fobbs? Yeah, Harry Fobbs. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Oh, I'm Tory, I'm gonna do something to him. I was like, what is Tori doing to people? Yeah, never yeah. people you know, it was, yeah, just, it but he was very, um, Tori had aggressive methods to try to mm-hmm. get things done, you know? Like, uh, mm-hmm. one time we got mad at our manager, so he, he broke in his office and stole all our stuff back. So that yeah, was, he stole uh, it. Do you remember that? Wow. wow. He yeah. called me at home, man, so he was like, I'm gonna kill your boy. My man Tank is looking for him right now. Yeah, Tank like, <laughs> Wow. But Van yeah. Silk, our manager stole my shirt. Yeah, but Van Silk was a wild dude too, though. Yeah, he, he was he like, was yo, I like that polo shirt you got on. Yeah, Freaking he was a wild Look at me. I'm wearing my shirt. I'm like, what are you doing? He is deboing, y'all. That's crazy. I'm not going to lie. He was everything, though. I got to meet the uh, Melly Mel, uh, Rock, Rock, yo, all, yo, all the, uh, 
original Grandmaster Flash. I remember Raheem. Remember he rapped for like two hours? Raheem's in the video, in the, in the UB style video. He's there Yo, he rapped right? for like two hours nonstop. He, the dude just kept rapping. Yeah. 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 They was really about that life. They, yo, Melly Mel and Raheem Karat. You know what? I should have brought that up. Yo, the whole ride. The whole ride to Virginia. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Raheem, <laughs> and he had a book on him. Yeah. He had a rap book on him. And he, sh- he yeah. showed us. You don't remember? He showed us the book. Yeah. Yeah. He had a rap book on him. Yeah, Melly, Mel, Melly, Mel. Yeah. How did, yeah. Why was he with us? He, he needed a ride stand still to a bus. You, I mean, yo, wait, wait, Mike. I have to tell you why. Have I have to tell you why. They was hustling money off of us. Probably. They was. Why else are you taking so, that ride? So what happened is Melly Mel, uh, Van Silk had. Yo, back in the day before scamming was invented, right? Before labels knew, because I mean, you want to go into a bigger room, Should you want to talk to them. I'm about, I'm, I'm, I was yeah. getting ready to say something. I I'm about to start some mess and now. everybody going, you want to uh, go viral for real? But Let's talk about the extortions of the industry. Extortion. Wait a minute. Before you do that, and get us in trouble. Hey, V. Yeah. Extortion. Get this all the spotlight before we get the fans <laughs> all right, all right, yeah. So, all right. For those that don't know, I'll have you going viral for real. You better leave me alone. Because <laughs> I'll be around for real. Yeah. yeah back in those days, I don't know about now, but back in those days, it was. No, it's worse now. It's worse now. That's why the game changing. The, the labels are trying to get a hold back on. That's why you see music. These drug dealers, these scam dudes got it so crazy that. um. Labels got to get a hold back on they on 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 they on they labels. That's why they don't want to sign any of these gangster rappers. Why? Because they gonna come with the biggest drug dealer who gonna scam the hell out they label. Hold up, <laughs> Veep, Are you trying to use the force? What is that? <laughs> I'm trying to get some attention okay. here. Hey, but that, you, yo, you want to fix the hip hop culture? or You don't. You want to fix it or you don't? Nah, we don't hey. fix it. No. Okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> You can't, you can't have it both ways, brother. You want these things right here? This is how you get right is telling the truth. The reason why hip hop is messed up, you got too many scammers and drug dealers running the game, and they, it's no talent. It's all drug dealers. Real talk, real talk, V. I knew we was in trouble with Jokey. <laughs> Jokey was up here and he had done chase whatever he was drinking with the water. Yeah, and he yeah. let up activate. I knew we was gonna have a good show. No, I'm straight though. I'm just being, I'm just an honest person. That's why. But you know how many blogs I've been on. People be like, "Yo, people be shutting me up because I be keeping it on because I'm 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 behind the scenes still. Like I see it every day. The real problem with hip hop because I've been around. I'm fifty something years old. I don't look it, but I am. I've been around. I'm telling you the problem with the game. The game is not it's not talent based no more. It's hustle based. Right. You understand? So, so now you got too much scamming going on. These dudes scamming labels and labels are tired of losing. Look at your perfect is that I'm not I'm not gonna shout on their name, but certain labels got shut down because of affiliation, right? Okay, I believe that. Don't so let me name pay, names. Huh? Hold that hold that thought, Jokey. We gotta okay. pay bills around here, brother. Okay. So listen, uh the center is a part of Blast Music 247 and every podcast we showcase all of our independent artists. Tonight we got our boy J-Saw and this song is called Unbothered. Let's check it out. 
It's your boy, Jay Sa. I don't really care what they think. Don't really care what they do. They got my hands on you. The beast inside, all with that too. Don't really care what they think. Don't really care what they do. They got my hands on you. The beast inside, all with that too. I don't really care what they think. I'm unbothered. I got four kids, they got my father. That's two boys and two daughters. Any harm to them, I get revolvers. Straight to the morgue, no doctor. If I use a chopper Shorty said I'm a hot stopper I lift up like helicopters Look down on niggas situations Used to wonder why niggas be hating Many times I gave them a plate man I swear this the work of Satan Wanna kill them all like Jason That's the old way I used to think man Thanks to the pills from the shrink man I said that shit with a wink man They be wondering why I keep myself up inside Cause my pitch in the short creativity high And they be wondering why they see the feet in the sky All bullshit aside one day we gonna die And my brain gonna fry us from a cannabis high Every time that I sigh I pull the smoke in and every time I exhale, I put the pride to the side. This how these niggas be dying. Keep a pride up on our shoulders. That's a rocky situation like a boulder. Easily tipped over. Only take a few seconds in the over. Especially if you stay strapped like a soldier. Stick in the holster. Less than a second, it will roast. I don't really care what they think. Don't really care what they do. They got my hands on you. The beast inside, no, I'm with that too. Don't really care what they think. Don't really care what they do. They got my hands on you. Situation like spilled red drank with no coasters Could have prevent that slip if you listen to what I told ya Now two people lives is over No luck, three leaf clovers That's why a nigga stay sober I'm talking about that dranky drag I have my screws loose, huh, clanky clank Now I sit back, smoke that janky day I'm better off like this, let's be frank Can't be having a spirit control what I think I put my life down the drain, right down the sink Now I tighten up screws, control what I think I move up now on a whole nother rank Oh lordy lordy is the one that I thank Giving me the willpower, not the drink It's really official like the notary stamp Life giving me blows, I'm the victory chair All I had to do was change how I think You could do the same too if you sat down and think But we stay on the move like we hooked to the crank And giving all the fucks what people think That limits your move and that's how you think And that's the real deal, homie, no game or prank I don't really care what they think Don't really care what they do They got my hands on The beast inside, no, I'm with that too Don't really care what they think Don't really care what they do They got my hands on The beast inside, no, I'm with that too And that was Jaysaw with Unbothered. And if you are an independent artist, spoken word poet, or even an up-and-coming comedian looking for some exposure, you can go to BlastMusic247.com and register for free. But also, Blast is needing those fans that love great independent music. You can go to BlastMusic247.com, register as a fan, and have access to hundreds and hundreds of independent music. Blast. Changing the industry one artist at a time. All right, fellas. Hey, I got a question. Go ahead. I got, I got a song. You, would you play it? Can you hear me? Are you? What what song you got? It's on. It's called No Mirrors. It's on uh, YouTube under King City. K i n g s i t t y. All right. D Ray's going to look it up for me. Yeah, what's it called again? No mirrors under King City. It's got a picture of a, like a lion on it. Okay, so I got a question. While I'm looking this up, uh, anybody can jump in and answer this. Has anybody ever considered doing a web series or of any kind of documentary 
on your experience in the music industry in the late 80s, early 90s. Because just sitting here listening to y'all, y'all have a really compelling story. You get what I mean? That somebody, I'm sitting here, only reason we stopped y'all is because we had a, a commercial and a, some bills to pay. But we want to <laughs> and we want to we listen to everything. Have, has sure. anybody ever considered really trying to tell your, your story? Yes, definitely. I think all of our stories, like how we came to the group and then how we uh, survived would be amazing story because they don't really tell that part. You hear about the artists that made prominence and a lot of fame, but what about the artists that were mid-level or didn't get that? Mm-hmm. that right. I ran into an artist, I was at my going to my sister's in Harlem and he was in a group, I'm not gonna say the name of the group, but uh, he was digging out a garbage can. Mm-hmm. And this is somebody that had a record out when we had a record out. And I was like, wow, this is what happened? Shit, and, Gary uh, Coleman was a security guard. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Very true, you know? Um, it happens, you know? Mm-hmm. Life happens. A mm-hmm. lot of people can't bounce back. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, you know, the average artist only gets one record, if you get that, one mm-hmm. or two. What are you going to do with the rest of your life? We were 20, 21 years old. We made this record, 19 or somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. What about the rest of the years? What are you going to do? You know? So I mm-hmm. went through hard times, bounced back, you know, came back into the industry. I worked in radio, uh, been through a lot, you know, been through a lot, you know. At one point, I was going to sign a deal with a, it, I had a lot of different record deal situations, you know, and then I find, wind up hanging out at Big Daddy Kane house every day, right? And uh, that was another, that's a whole nother story too. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so it's like, how can you survive? You know, everybody wants to make the record deal and get famous. But mm-hmm. What are you going to do with the rest of your life at the label drops? Mm-hmm. What's, what are, how are you going to live? You know, mm-hmm. I got I dropped in a label days before my mother's funeral. You know, they ain't care. Yeah, but see, that's why we, that's crazy. Yeah. They ain't even sent a flower. You know? I didn't even know that. E. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. I, I had left the group first, so I didn't even know that. Yeah, they dropped. It was know. like, yo, it was like, Get, yeah. It's like we don't care, you know. Um, it was it was tough, you know. But you have to learn how to bounce back and survive, you know. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of artists, if they didn't have music, what were they gonna do? What are they gonna do? You know. Look at this sexy red girl with these crazy songs she got. What happens when she falls off? You know, who's gonna hire her? Would you hire her? You know? Yeah, but, they, but she, she should have made enough money where she don't have to get hired. She should have made enough money because they're making the way these kids is making money now. We never had that opportunity to make money like that. That's the only difference. Like, like these yeah. kids today really be yeah. touching the bag. We never t- like me when I was in UBC. I never got a bag. Me, I never mm-hmm. got a dime from that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, so like, um, these kids today they touching millions of dollars early. If you don't know what. It's, it's still a loan. If you get a loan or you get it, uh, you make you able to make millions of dollars. You better be able to be yeah. a business like like a perfect example. Why everybody like that girl, Clarissa from City Girl. She a mm-hmm. businesswoman. She a businesswoman. She got her liquor going on. She got her show going on. You got to learn how to brand yourself from the popularity. You understand? They, they spend a lot. Though. They spend a lot. You know, let's not they, let, they, let's not get it twisted. We never had that opportunity. We pioneered. The reason why we is sing are singing these songs now because the money wasn't there like it was then, like, like it is yeah. now. If we would have had that money. You think I'd be sitting here crying now about UBC older? Even though yeah, I right. love seeing you guys now, but I see, would be like, "Yo, let me interject real quick." 
The difference is information was hidden from y'all in the late 80s, early 90s. It's hard to hide sales today because everything yeah. is digital. So, but, like but, but, me, but not just that, rap is accepted. Rap wasn't accepted as much then as it is. True. Very, very true. Yeah, it's, right. the, it's just still a lot of different. It, it, you see, we all was around. I see. I, I could debunk a lot of stuff people say now because we was there on scene then. We was living off per diems, bro. These artists don't live off per diems. We lived off per diems. I went home with nothing sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I ate lobster and shrimp and got on jet planes and got in, in cars and then came home and couldn't couldn't pay my rent. Yeah. Yo, you feel what I'm trying to say? That's how this that's how the game go. But now because they get super bad. It's front money. It's basically front money with the record what the record labels were, were doing. That was just normal. You know, they prop you get pro, you get propped up when you're in front of everybody. And then, you know, it's like you get a pat on the butt and say, okay, now you can go home. But that at the same time too, we only had and, MTV. And it's, we, it's had like, tracks, we had hot tracks. We had hot tracks at MTV. Wait, now you got YouTube, you got StreamYard, you got all type of ways to make income passive income and you can make a big income if you know what you're doing that's what i'm saying like uh being a influencer goes a long way now back then there was no such thing right that's all i'm saying these people can make money in all different ways like um the reason why these rappers is so sexy red how she exists it's not even because of rap it's because she influences people Mm -hmm. she say the right shit and people want to watch that's it (laughs) you think that you you think about the age you think about the age that we're talking about rappers now we, we, we you know the, the the agreed upon age is 50 now mm-hmm. right well how right. old was 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 hip-hop back then hip-hop was was a like a middle school kid yeah think yeah. about it yeah we're talking with we're, we're talking let me ask you a question is this hip-hop now is this hip-hop now but here's my question to you is this hip-hop now well it keeps morphing into other things you know because when this we is not hip-hop this is not hip hop. Hip hop's a culture. It's, huh? it's in there. It's no, in there. This you is a scam. Yo, it, it's in there. Y'all misinterpreting what hip hop is. This is all a scam we doing now. Like hip hop is a culture, a lifestyle. You live this. This is not something you get paid for. Right. I would I'm gonna make a beat whether I get paid for it or business. not. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna draw whether I get paid or not. I'm gonna dance whether I get paid or not. Hip hop was just a way for people who was poor yeah. to get seen because we didn't have no schools. We didn't have media arts. Let's not forget what this was made for. Now that people make money off it, they change what it is. They capitalize. Like, like what I like about this platform is that a mid-level person can speak. You have to yeah. be a big time. That's what hip hop is about. Poor people who don't have a voice to have a voice. Yeah. 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 Let's that's not get this twisted. Yep. That's like, why. You're, like that's you, why I came on the show. It's like it's like. That's why I came on the show. I could have been on Mad Hopper or Drink Champs because I I was down with Jim. I was down with Jim Jones over ten years. I could go on there and talk dumb shit. But would you really talk to me if you didn't know who I was? Would you talk to me if I ain't had no accolades? Would you talk to me? If, you understand what I'm trying to say? You want to yeah. highlight talent? Period. Talent in the hood that nobody will highlight. Cause they poor. Mm. Wow. But Let's not get this twisted. And then, and then only the way we, our society though, like I'm gonna touch on what you what you just said, man. Our society mm-hmm. only wants to hear from 
who's in charge of that narrative though who's in charge of that narrative it's not us it's the white man who's in charge of that narrative who's in charge of that narrative though but I, but I think that hip hop created yeah, but they, a we, lot of yeah, but we kind of in a way in a, in a way we follow the narrative because we it's, it's, we like we like the shiny Backward. things, man. You got to like the shiny things. We like the glitz and the glam. Damn. We but we want to being real at the same time. If you you're real, you know. Like he said, you know like he real, said earlier, but Mike, you know what real is? Everybody ain't gonna be, and I think I said similar, something, sim, something similar last week. Everybody's not a doggone. This everybody's not a superstar. So if I'm not a superstar, my voice is invalid. Yeah, I agree with that. But here's my thing: if you believe, it, if you believe anything. If, if 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 I didn't, if I didn't go platinum. Yeah, I you know, if you. I didn't go diamond, yeah, you know, we speak in the same life. language right now. We speak in the same language. We speak in the yeah. same. Yeah, and it's society changed. Remember yeah. back in the days, you know, I remember meeting LL Cool J when he was on a bus. You know what I mean? Right, right. But he got yeah. on the bus to, for for kicks though. He didn't get on the bus because he had to. He got on the bus. Uh, that time he was getting on the bus because he had to get on the bus. We almost had a battle in a club. Uh, that was oh, I remember he still he still gets on the bus. You know, he still gets on the bus. He, yeah, I know he still does his form. He, still, he just does it just to do it. Like he's the type of person that just does that. I'm talking about 1985. Right. When it first right. came out. Okay. We had that's... A video out. We had uh, Roller Castle and um no, it was it was it Roller Castle and mm-hmm. Elmont. Was that the name of the club? If you and if you I, my man, my man Mo, who was responsible for me rapping, he ran into him in the bathroom. And he was like uh, another beat street type of moment. He said, Yo, my man E is nice. He'll take you out. Mm-hmm. I'm in the club just dancing. I'm not paying attention. Mo comes running out. Yo, we got to go in the bathroom. So I'm like, Oh, wait, we got some beef. We got some, you know, what's going on? We go in the bathroom, LF, and it was arms folded, had the Kango on. Yo, I heard you want to battle me. I'm like, What? <laughs> you would have took him too. You would have took, I, I, I'll take you over, L. But I'm, I'm, but I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna say something crazier than that. L was I'm from Queens. L wasn't the most notori- notarized from Queens. It was um Mikey D. That's where I got my name. East Mikey D was the most notarized, and and Mikey D had all the gangs and shit behind him. Mikey D and, and I'm gonna tell you something. L A wasn't no parts of Mikey D. Mikey D wound up getting down with Main Source a little later. Mikey, I'm gonna tell you a crazy story about Mikey D. He walked up and tried to battle um uh Cool G Rap. Oh, Knocked on his door, but Kooji Rap punched him in the face and the battle was over. But, <laughs> but, but Mikey D was that serious. Like, he just wanted to be the nicest. Like, Mikey D was, t- in, if you was That's from Queens, Mikey D name rang Mella Bells in the hood than LL Cool Or LL Cool J got the records and the accolades and all of that. But even, right. even now, LL Cool J will say, Mikey D was that dude back then. Yeah, Mikey D and uh, DJ and Johnny, Johnny Quest. Donnie, see, you know your history. Like them two, them, just like if you went to if you went to South Jamaica, it was DJ Vic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you went certain hoods, they had people that held the whole hood down, and that you understand. Like you can't ignore that. You can't ignore that. Like you know, people may be famous, yeah, because they that's who they deemed to put up there, but they was not hip hop culture. Who we gonna follow still to this day? You can't put no money on that. Mikey D tapes. Yeah. At August Martin High School. 
Even my man, my man playing records from 85. Nobody made you play that. You do that for free. You do that because you love music. That's that's hip hop culture. That's what hip hop culture is. I believe in this. This is what kept me out the street. This is what kept me from picking up a gun and robbing a bank. This is what kept me my talent and, and, and being able to be street notoriety just from talent. Not going out there and doing the worst things. That's why I said this here is something else. These kids go out here and do the worst things and talk about it. We ain't have to. We lived on our talent. And all the hood dudes would tell us, don't do that because you're nice. If I was a ball player, they'd be like, nah, you could ball, go to the NBA. If I could rap, they'd be like, nah, go out there and rap. Now, today, it's like misery love company. This is not hip hop culture right yeah. now. This is scamming on another. I'm telling you, we got to get a hold of our culture. We're going to lose it. That's just my opinion. It's like the gang so, thing. Yep. Amen. I got it. Yeah. I'm sorry. But it was like, oh, back go ahead. in the days, hip hop was an exit from the gang thing. You know what I mean? It was like. Exactly. Bombada. You didn't have mm-hmm. to do that. You know? Right. It's like, right. I used to get bullied yeah. in, in junior high school. Mm-hmm. And then people found out who my brother was. He was a graffiti writer. And my older brothers mm-hmm. were DJs. So mm-hmm. that kind of gained me a little bit of respect. And then you start rapping. Then all the thugs, all the five percenters, everybody's like, oh, yo, he rap. Leave him alone. There you go. There, now see, you you get a gang right, right. Now, see, it changed. Mm-hmm. It's not about talent no more. It's the hustle. Yeah. Yeah. You change the narrative. It's not hip hop culture yeah. supposed to keep us not in the street, not killing ourselves. That's how you know it's wrong. That's how you know this is wrong. Yeah. This yeah. culture. Did it change? Yeah, did it's, that change? Yeah. Did that change yeah. for me, it was for me, it was the dancing. If see you dancing in the party, mm-hmm. as long as you ain't down with the wrong. Click or the wrong crew, wrong crew. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you you got you you got a little respect. You get people mm-hmm. recognize you. You start to see the same people in the in different parties, mm-hmm. and you they just they just know who you are. And you know, brothers don't. There you really, go. You know, respect really your talent or bother you. Oh, that's that dance. Oh, that's that dancing kid. Right. You know. Right. What I mean? That's what I grew up off of. I don't know what this shit is now. Everything is gang culture. Yeah. I had somebody yeah. call me a blood yesterday. I said, nigga, I'm 53 years old. Why do I would never be in no gang at no 53 years old? You out of your damn mind. Why? Because I was down with Jim Jones. Yeah. I'd make a beat. Yeah. Don't affiliate me. Yeah. yeah. Stop calling. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Yo, these kids is lost. Like, we got to get back to culture. What are you good at? What are you good at? Let's exploit that. You know what I love with that track you played. That track you played. You need to play that again. Live by that track. That track. Yeah. I, I, the words resonated with me. Yeah. I'm gonna stand for what's right. I don't care what nobody say. Yeah. There it is. We gotta stand for what's right. It's up to us. We the gatekeepers because we the older black men. We lived it. These kids yeah, didn't yeah. live it. They don't understand. We have to. We have to enforce that. It's our job too. We gotta stand. Oh. Forgive me, fellas. Yep. I hate That's to cut up this party, yeah. but we have to we have to keep a window because we always go through yeah. our radio stations and so on. So we got to keep everything <laughs> to a small bite size. But listen, I want to thank my man Easy Jokey Entertainment. I appreciate you guys coming to hang with us. Thank and you, me and D-Ray will always tell anybody: once you're a guest, the second time you're family. So. Whenever you guys are, if you're still in the music or whatever, 
you have a place to come and the center does not have an exclusive host meaning jokey if you got some people you want to bring an interview the platform is here for you thank to you, do what you gotta do same mm. thing with you Eski, because as y'all remember back in the days boys and girls club ymca the recreational center where everything was popping everybody was learning about everything hip-hop and everything that's what it is here so definitely you guys are welcome you hit me up you hit d-ray up whatever we're here to help however we can so all i'm gonna ask you e give me a minute of what you'd like to say as we go on out Yo, I just like to say thank you so much for presenting this platform. I haven't seen these brothers in so long. You know, to me, hip hop is definitely a fraternity because yes. um, it's it's it attracts a certain type of people. You know, not just guys who want to thug out and things like that, but intelligent, right. intellectual, uh, deep thinkers. You know, right. I've always felt like that. Hip hop is like um, hip hop is a movement of people who want more but didn't have the opportunity to obtain more. So I was just happy to spend a moment with my brothers and to meet you new brothers and uh, uh, blessings. Thank you. Got it. Jokey, give me a minute of uh, what you got to say. Go ahead. I just want to say I just love my brothers. I love you, Mike, and I love you, E. It, it, it's it's well, a long time waiting, but they was a big part of my life. And I, I just, I'm just i just elated that I was able to reunite with these brothers <laughs> and, and, and meet two new positive brothers. So, no doubt. Yeah. Man. so before yeah. you guys head out for the night, stick around as we close up so we can talk to you before you take off. Mike, you got anything to say before we head out? Well, I think I said in the beginning, this was this is like a family reunion, man. Um, especially, especially, dang, I keep getting ready to call you. Your, your real name, um, <laughs> Jokey Entertainment. Good <laughs> <laughs> man, you brother, you can call me anything you want. Bro. This brother, I told him, I told him earlier, man, I've been, you know, I've been on my, I've been on my detective game. I've been on my detective game, and and and, and I gotta track this brother down, man. And <laughs> by the grace of God. And our mutual friend, our mutual homie James. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, I haven't spoken. Yeah, to just tracking, tra- getting, getting Ooh. to talk to him too. But it's a lot of personal stuff, man. You know, y'all could, you, you know, whoever's watching. Y'all could, uh, no, I love James. That, is, that's my brother. This is this is a valuable thing. If you haven't mm-hmm. been able to tell, when there's when you have when you have long lasting long lasting friendships. Yeah, years old. First grade, wow. Wow. first grade. So that's how I, mean, I met my, you know, long, you know, French. Um, yeah, it's this is this is this is valuable stuff. We've had when you have experiences that are that are impactful. The people who you go through those experiences with, mm-hmm. it, there's there's never ending bonds. Mm-hmm. That are that are created, um, yeah. even if you don't see each other, if you don't talk to each right. other. When you do see each other, <laughs> it's like I just seen you last week. Mm-hmm. That's when you know it's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's when you know no it's doubt. real. So I'm not I gonna lie I though. Everyone, if, I hope if, and pray everyone will have relationships like that. If I would have saw everybody on here, Daryl and Tori and everybody, I'd have cried, bro. Yeah. <laughs> if I'd have saw. 
Kudawa and Torion here too, I'd have cried for real. Cause that shit, that shit was deep. Like we was really brothers. Like at one time, we was we slept in the same beds, we drove in the same cars, state to state. We did all type of shit together. And you can't erase that, man. Those dudes, those dudes are my big brothers, man. I'm not even gonna lie. I, I will always love them. That's and I'm, I'm gonna stay in touch with with Mike and E after this too. You know what I mean? No I'm doubt, out, man. No doubt, man. Definitely. Man. So D Ray, what do you gotta say before we head out, brother? Oh man, this is history. This is yeah. I'm glad I met these brothers. The no fact doubt. that I am almost confident that we have some mutual friends that we know from back in the day. Cause I used to work with a lot of rappers from um from Long Island, from Queens, from Brooklyn. So I we we need to have like a whole hour session of people back in the day that was like, oh, yeah, we did know that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, so uh, but yeah, peace to you guys, man. I'm looking forward to learning you guys a lot more. No doubt, no doubt. So, Got a fan for life. I'm gonna come on your show every other day now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I definitely. I, I really like it. I like the way it's put together, man. It, it, it's well, thank you. Appreciate that, y'all. Appreciate. Thank you. We appreciate it. So everybody, we thank you for taking the time and the patience. We had some technical difficulties, but as you see, it was all well worth it. Definitely check us out next week. We got my man, isn't it? K Davis the Hitman. For those who don't know who that is, that's Dougie Fresh's nephew. He's gonna be here on the center and he's out doing his thing and he's gonna share some stories, man. He he told me a little bit of how he's been using Dougie Fresh's name to get into stuff. So come check us out next week. And remember, just like Rakim says, it ain't where you're from, it's where you're at. So come back to the center. We'll see y'all next week. In the center.